Welcome back, stoners. Welcome to Stoner Talk. I am your host, B.C. Alright. And today, stoners, a lot of the real niggas gonna get mad at me about this one. The so-called real niggas or whatever. Uh, a lot, a lot of people. Ninety-eight percent of the people that listen to this is gonna disagree with what I'm saying and probably unsubscribe. I hope you don't, but I can see the future. I got the gift back when I was five. Um, we're gonna talk about Takashi Six Nine, but. If you go to my other podcast uh, with my um, my fellow colleagues, uh, Skull of the Truth, King Poe, a.k.a. Super Dad, uh, it's called Who Are You to Argue, platform is Speaker Radio. Go ahead on and download that and check that out, you know what I'm saying? But we always on Anchor. Shout out to Anchor family. Now, back to what I was saying. Takashi 69 Now, I want to start at the beginning. You know what? We're going to Quentin Tarantino this. I'm going to start at the end, move to the beginning, then end in the middle. I believe after everything that just happened, right, stoners? I believe that not only is Takashi right for what he was doing, but the nine trade blood seen it coming and thought they were smarter than the feds. Now, let's move to the beginning. If you remember a while back, um, right, Takashi 69, before he was Takashi 69, right, he was, uh, this wannabe crip hardcore punk rock rapper type thing he was putting out a couple of songs kind of demonic he wasn't really going anywhere it was only till trippy red gave him that uh opportunity on that song pose where he kind of blew up and then he dropped gummo the rest is history but during his time of being the fake wannabe crip right he did a video trying to go viral like any other young kid does and he was doing a video with this young girl. Unbeknownst to him, the young girl was 15 years old. But he, at the time, was only 18. We're talking about a three-year difference. Okay, now we're going to move forward amicably. So he does the video where he he's like pedigreeing the girl. And all of my wrestling fans know what that is. Uh, he pedigrees her on her bed, you know, making fun of her, all kinds of stuff. I don't know why he thought that was a good idea, but that was the video. Later on, we find out that he had sex with the girl. Now, mind you, he was 18. She was 15. She is a minor in the state of New York. At the age of 18, you are considered an adult. So, he had to go to jail, right? He pled guilty, but did no time. Insert my conspiracy theory. I think somebody came to him and said, hey, we see you in a rap game. You live around the nine trade bloods. We'll we'll forget all this happened, right? If you go in and inform for us, let us know what's going on. Let us know what's popping. You know, we got your back if anything happens. Mm-hmm. So he gets he gets the opportunity with Trippy Red. Okay, he drops gummo, he starts to blow up, and the first people he hired was people from the nine trade bloods. Now, understand this, stoners. He never knew them. 
He never knew them until he got un- into the industry. He met them maybe, what, a month or two before the video shoot of Gummo? And Gummo been out for at least a year before the video came out. So my point is, why choose a group of people you don't know and a group of dangerous people you don't know to protect you? I'll let that sizzle in your spirit. Let's move forward. So now he has the nine trade bloods as protection. He has one of the head guys as in shoddy as his manager slash muscle. He also has murder Mel and Harv as his other muscle. These are not just regular street guys. These are not just the guys on the corner slinging the pack. These are the guys that send shots. Hey, yo, I need you to go do this, and then I need you to go do that. That's them niggas. They sit behind a desk in this shit. Shot callers, if you will. Okay, stoners? He has them guys protecting him. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you are a rapper, right? Never been a blood. You're not getting jumped in. Obviously, you're a money ploy. That's what Jim Jones said. You are a money ploy. You never was a gang member, right? How do you get, how did you finesse, let's put it that way, right, stoners? How did you finesse the top bosses to demote themselves as muscle for you? It has to be more than money. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. You keep your enemies closer. So now, stoners, he's hearing about this, that, and the third, third, that, and the this. He's hearing all of it. You know, he's a part of it. He's in the Barclays when things is going down. He's at the airport when they fighting and, and, and such and such. He's getting kidnapped by the niggas. Let's put a pin in that right fast. The nine trade bloods, or at least the, the ones that were implemented into this case, all of them are snakes. Every single one of them were talking about, if you listen to the tapes on YouTube, Google it, do, do your Googles. Every single one of them has something bad or negative to say about the next man. Harv didn't like Murder Mel. Murder Mel didn't like Harv. Nobody liked Shadi. Shadi didn't like nobody but Takashi. Takashi didn't like nobody. It was so dysfunctional in that situation. All the while, we're looking at Takashi. Hold up. They didn't got the driver. So now Jorge, and that's his real name. I'm not being racist. Jorge didn't got pulled over. We'll send you back to your uh, country if you don't do what you do. Boom. So now Jorge is, he's Takashi 69 driver. Now, anybody who knows anything about, about chauffeuring, you don't change drivers. Because this person is going to know your every move. This person is going to know the intimate details of your life. So whoever you have around you, you not only have to trust them, you have to make sure that they're going to be there for the long haul. There is no switching of the drivers. So this dude, Jorge, is literally getting all the dirt because he's also there. So you have now two informants that's now infiltrated into the nine trade bloods. I don't believe in coincidence. Never have. Everything happens for a reason. How the hell does a gang that I've never even heard of until Takashi all of a sudden gets not one but two informants inside of it? Okay, I'm weird. Let's move forward amicably. Now, he gets, he starts to get robbed. 
you know, Takashi 69 starts to uh, and not just get uh, kidnapped. I mean, really robbed. They robbed him of $3.3 million of his show money. Okay? What loyalty do I have to people who is rumored to have fucked my baby mother? Huh? Stole millions of dollars and all I did was feed y'all. Understand, Takashi was the money ploy. In other words, if he made a million, they need a quarter pick. Ah, I'm sorry. They need a quarter ticket. All right? A quarter ticket is $250,000 of a million. You dig? I need that quarter ticket. And so forth and so on. So I'm feeding your families. I'm feeding the gang. Right? Why wouldn't y'all have my back more than what you... You're supposed to protect the one who's feeding you. And he wasn't giving y'all crumbs. Come on, Takashi was... I'm not going to say was. He is still one of the biggest stars. He's getting the bag when he does shows. He's so big, he don't need radio. You name, I'm talking about Lil Wayne, Drake, Jay-Z, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck who you name. Name one artist who didn't need radio and became as big as whoever. Takashi 69 is the only artist who ever done that. Okay? So you have that golden goose and he's just laying the eggs for you why wouldn't y'all protect him but they didn't you know what i'm saying they thought they thought about the short game and not the long game so you have this kid who's who's looking at his baby mama old bitch you fucking behind my back these niggas taking money from me and now i'm implementing in all of these crimes all because i wanted to use an image that wasn't mine let me separate myself from these dudes man but once you do that, because we heard the Breakfast Club interview. Now, once you do that, oh, they don't like that, Warden. Because we was with you. So, so, so to say, that's what they would say. We was with you. You know what I'm saying? Now you're just going to turn our, turn your back on us? We got to super violate you. Wasn't that the quote? So, I feed you. I get kidnapped, robbed, and embarrassed. I separate myself from the people who done that. Now you want to violate me for doing such? So now the feds get wind of this because all of this is on um, wiretaps. Yes, they don't even need Takashi. Takashi tipped over the glass, stoners. They already had what they needed, okay? But they let Takashi hear all this. Look, they want to super violate you. They fucking your baby moms. They stealing money from you. You were never a part of their gang. Why are you having loyalty to these dudes? And if I'm Takashi, I'm sitting there thinking like, you know what? You're right. Fuck these niggas. You hear me? Sun Tzu teaches us in the art of war, you get rid of your enemies by any means necessary. So if I got to put you behind bars because now you are my enemy, I do not have no cares about you. That is the art of war. I'm sorry. And it's always going to be rule number two. Okay? Pick up that book if, uh, for all my stoners that, you know what I'm saying, that likes to strategize and move with a strategy and not off emotion. Sun Tzu, the art of war. Um, but anyways, so he snitches. Do I condone him snitching? No. But do I understand why he did it? Of course. I can be optimistic in this because I don't know these niggas. I don't care about these niggas. The story is interesting, but I'm not invested like everybody else is. And that brings me to my next point about this whole situation, bro. I am getting so aggravated with everybody, right, stoners? 
mad at Takashi because he snitched on people you never heard of until he came around and people you have no connections with. All of a sudden, right? All of a sudden, snitching begins and ends with Takashi. Huh? Like we never heard of Frank Lucas, Nikki Barnes. Huh? All I'm saying is, stoners, is that snitching has been going on. The top bosses go to jail? You think they're not snitching on other crime families to get out of jail? Most crime bosses are, are FBI informants. Why you think they don't just rush the gates? You give me information, I'll turn the blind eye to some things. This has always been going on since the late 30s and 40s when mobsters first came over from Italy. I apologize about that, stoners. So my whole thing is this. Don't look at Takashi as the end-all, be-all. Like, oh, man, he a snitch, he a hoe, he a... Yeah, this, that, and the third. I believe that he was a kid in over his head. And like most new age rappers today... He tried to use an image that wasn't his, that wasn't authentic, and he paid the price. We need to stop all of a sudden caring. This all of a sudden caring bullshit is so whack to me. All of a sudden, everybody's so real and everybody's so hood and nobody snitches. There have been countless movies about y'all favorite mob bosses snitching. Jay-Z did an album called American Gangster when he was portraying Frank Lucas. And Frank Lucas snitched on every mob crime family there was when he went to jail. Okay? Alpo. And the list goes on. I mean, I can go on and on. And I'm only naming people who are top dogs, not even low-level niggas like Takashi and, you know, these niggas Murder Mel and all these cats. I'm talking about top dogs who serve the niggas who serve the niggas who serve the niggas who serve that nigga who serves you. These niggas is snitching. See, the thing about it is, though, the hood goes by this 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 law of this is our territory no it's not you know what i'm saying listen to me you think it's your block it's not hmm you get caught up by the police man i ain't snitching i'm about to do this time now your your son and your daughter you dig looking for their daddy or their mommy all because you want to keep it quote-unquote real now don't get what i'm saying twisted i don't condone snitching but because I'm not a snitch and because I don't affiliate with them, I can compartmentalize what people are going through. It's not all about, I'm scared to be in jail. Let me snitch on everybody I can. It's not always black and white. There is some gray area, but all of a sudden, everybody in their mama is just the realest niggas ever and nobody ever would snitch. And that's in Takashi is just, no, stoners. You gotta... You got to look at this objectively. Stop caring so much. Nobody in the nine trade bloods cares about you. None of the niggas that's going to jail going to be writing you. 
Okay? You just heard about these cats. You don't care. Right now, you have American Gangster in your DVD cabinet. Or on your Netflix. Or in your Hulu. Somewhere, you watching Denzel Washington portray a snitch. And you're rooting for him. Right? But Takashi 69, nah, you can't get that. Now, I'm not caping up and, you know, I'm not caping up for him. I'm really not, Stoner. I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing. I'm trying to snap us back to reality. Because I'm hearing everybody I talk to, man, fuck that nigga, man. That nigga a snitch, man. And I'm like, why do you fucking care so fucking much? Like, why does it matter to you? You know what I'm saying? You're not the snitch police. You're not the realest nigga in the world. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can say I wouldn't snitch until they put that time in your face. Now, I can personally say I've been presented with that opportunity when I had went to jail for a, a while back. And no, I didn't snitch. Why? Because I love my hood and I like to walk around there with my head held high. I hold myself to a higher standard. Plus, I put myself in that position. I knew what I was doing, and I was really about what I was actually up to. Takashi 69 is the opposite of everything I just said. He was in over his head. You fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You fucked up. I do say one thing, though, Stoner. This will be a fucking movie. uh, Showtime has already bought... Uh, a three-part uh, series from Takashi Six Nine. Um, there will be a docu series, not an actual movie where there's a you know Keanu Reeves playing Takashi Six Nine. No, it's a docu series where they're going to document everything that happened with him from the moment he got arrested with the teenager, all the way up until when he snitched and getting out of jail. And speaking of him getting out of jail, I kind of believe that Takashi Six Nine is already out of jail. Let me explain why, because. Who is in jail and signs a $10 million deal? Okay, people will say, well, Pac signed his deal with Suge Knight when he went to death row while he was in jail. Right. You're giving me my point. What does the label know that we don't know? I'm not going to sign a guy because the the, the ink has dried on that contract already. How am I going to sign a guy to drop an album in English and an album in Spanish when supposedly we don't even know what his sentence is? You know what? Scratch that. Let that sizzle in your spirit. How about this? Takashi 69 just purchased a $125,000 69 chain decked out with gold and diamonds. Who buys a decked out chain, gold and diamonds, if you're still in jail sentence? Could it be that he's in protective custody and he already know what's going to happen December 18th when they say, hey, Takashi 69, you can go home? Y'all have no idea what Takashi 69 has, what corner he put himself in. So y'all think he won't be successful. Nobody's going to fuck with him. Here's the thing. He don't need nobody to fuck with him. Do you realize that this guy is so infamous and famous that if he started an OnlyFans page, right, and charged niggas $5 to watch him go live the first time when he gets out of jail, he can probably get a million subscribers that day. He can make $5 million in a day. I guarantee you he can get a million subscribers. 
And for all those who don't know what OnlyFans is, it's page you, people pay to come see you post either your interviews, your your sex clips, whatever you want, whatever you want your fans to see, but they have to pay to see it a month. And you have to pay for that subscription that day. So understand that if Takashi 69 started an OnlyFans page and went live, he could make $5 million in a day because you know we all going to tune in. If this doesn't tell tell you the power of the internet and let you know that we're not in 1985, we're in 2019 now, stop all this old school, man, here's a snitch, I don't fuck with, we understand that, you don't fuck with snitches and, and you are not a snitch, but why do you give a fuck what these niggas doing? My grandmother always said, while you're worried about the, the next nigga, your light's going out, in other words, mind your business, that has nothing to do with you, know what I'm saying? I just think everybody needs to just relax. Nobody has no affiliation with nothing, with nothing going on with the Nine Trade Bloods or Takashi Six Nine, with the exception of Jim Jones and you know Cardi B. But I don't even think Cardi B had anything to do with that. But we all heard Jim Jones, so that's that. You know what I'm saying? But shouts out to Jim Jones. I fuck with that new album. That shit was fire. And you know what I'm saying? I, I, I root for Jim Jones. I really like that dude. You know what I'm saying? I, whatever, whatever with that bullshit. But. Yeah, man. So that's that. That's all I wanted to say about this whole Takashi Six Nine thing. You know what I'm saying? Bump all because the more you hate, is the more money he's gonna make. The more famous and infamous he's gonna get. Stoners. There's no need to hate on a man. You know what I'm saying? He did something that you would never do. Fine, leave it at that and move forward with your life. Let him do him. You know what I'm saying? Please follow me on all my social medias, Mr. Super Duper BC. That's M R S U P A D U P A B C. Also follow me on YouTube. That's Stoner Talk, spelled exactly how I said it. Um, I don't think I have any church announcement. I think that's it, Stoner. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. The moral of the story is this: mind your business. Don't be a snitch. And love, let love. <laughs> we only know that that. Alright, please go on to um, speak already radio and follow uh, Who Are You to Argue? You know what I'm saying? We get it in every Tuesday and Thursday over there. And um, also, I hope y'all enjoy the podcast. I know I've been gone a while, but it takes me a while to come up with fresh ideas and, and, and get my talking points in my head. I have no script in front of me. I just speak my mind and I like my thing. And y'all got to let my thoughts come to me if y'all want to get this good content. Or I could just come on here and blah, blah, blah you to death. Exactly. So, as usual, stoners unite.